Welcome back to Real Talk with the Pelvic Docs, where we talk all the P's of pelvic health, pooping, peeing, pain, pleasure, physical activity, and personal development. I am your host, Dr. Jocelyn Conley, pelvic floor physical therapist and founder of the Vagina Doc. And I am super excited to kick off our first pelvic health short episode or short real talk episode. I decided to start incorporating these into the podcast because a lot of people don't have 40 minutes to an hour and a half. So I've been collecting questions from my community online and then in person and I'm going to answer one question per short. So today's question is pertaining to a woman or women who have pain following cesarean section delivery. So what is the deal with pain along the scar that can radiate down the side of the leg or the front of the thigh after having a c-section? I'm going to try to answer this as quickly as possible because there is not a short answer and what I typically if what I typically want is of course to make sure it's not too soon and there's no uh, acute complications but usually it's it's not it's several months after to years after and their OB is just like I don't know just happens. So the short answer is it's likely a pain sensitive structure that is restricted within, restricted by scar tissue or fascial restrictions that are there because of the scar tissue from the surgery. And yeah, so it's usually a nerve that is not moving well. Nerves need to slide and glide and smoothly and sometimes when there's scar tissue around can tangle the nerve up and affecting its mobility. So the nerve is twisted and then you try to pull it, it doesn't like that. What I do at that point in time, like when someone reaches out to me and we do what do a discovery session, I ask about what I ask about the surgery, about the C-section, was it an emergency, was it scheduled? And then I also ask about the, the procedure itself. Was there any complications? And then I ask about, all right, what did healing look like to you? What was it like? What was your activity from going home and then the next 12 weeks? And what I'm looking for in that question, that open-ended question that I ask, is is behaviors with movement that were aggressive and could have left that person in in an in an inflamed state. So basically, if you overdo it when the tissue is not ready, then you could put your body in at risk for staying in an, in an inflamed state in that area and 
that can increase the scar tissue that builds up. More scar tissue, more opportunities for those nerves to get restricted. And it's not just nerves, it's other, other, it's fascia that helps the muscles move and stretch and, and contract all the ways that it should. And so, but I, but nerves seem to be the, the ones that I've seen recently in my practice. The other thing that I want to know is about diet and stress, because a lot of times women, I mean, this is in my practice, women are so concerned about getting, doing all the things for their family, some getting back to work, and many that I work with getting back to exercise. Or, or, my bad. Um, doing all the things and doing all the things and then losing weight. So what I've recently heard, or, or as a repeated answer, is they don't have time to eat or they forget to eat because they're so busy. And the problem with that is your body needs more than you think as when you're breastfeeding, when you have a surgery, and... It, when you are, are so when you have the surgery you're healing so healing and, and and when your body's returning back to homeostasis sort of because you're still breastfeeding so if you're under eating that can put you at risk for not getting enough macronutrients and micronutrients that are necessary for the healing process so there I'm this is beyond my scope but there are things either macros or micros other dietary substrates that postpartum women are in are not getting enough of and that can impact your nerve function that can impact your your just sensory experience being in your body so that's really important as well and then of course any sort of stress that can keep your body in a uh, protective or fight-or-flight mode cortisol levels higher your body's going to be in more an inflamed state and you can get stuck in in the normal what we in the medical community study like as the normal healing process you get stuck in that and not move through those stages all of those pieces are really important for me and that's not all of it but those those pieces are really important for me in developing a plan of care or a program for you in terms of your rehab and then it's also important to know like from a timeline of how long this is going to take even though as much as I want to say I know from a strict musculoskeletal neuromuscular standpoint I don't follow you home so I can't give you that straight answer and then um, it also tells me about your behaviors and if you're truly a good candidate for physical therapy at this time because sometimes 
Oh, I got fooled early in my career where people would, yeah, they would fool me. They would basically, and not intentionally, of course, but they had a problem, whether it was a disordered eating problem or they were using exercise as a, a coping strategy for something more concerning when it comes to the person's overall health. And I will not... I do not participate in that. So if you're trying to get over this pain so that you can get back to a thing that is you're doing in such a way that's harmful for your body, then I will not be part of it. I will give you resources at that point in time. I'll give you my best and and try to work with you in other ways, but ultimately that will not get you better so that was a very long answer on post cesarean pain what how i treat it is we've got to my most effective treatment tool that i've had that i have for that is myofascial release which is a slow gentle sustained manual meaning my hands are on you technique where we help restore the body's fluidity or the the motion of the fluid in our body. So when there's fascial restrictions, the, the fluid can't run through the cells. And what, when we are supposed to be kind of like water, it's not really water, that watery substance becomes thickened or hardened like sap. And that's not an effective way to send cellular communications and so on. So we want to free the healthy tissue from the scar tissue and restore the body's fluidity. So myofascial release is one of my favorites. I sometimes incorporate dry needling as well. And then um, we load the fascia as release. You reconnect and we, re- and we load that fascia so that you have sustainable changes. And it just Typically, the timeline, I mean, just from a strictly musculoskeletal, neuromuscular standpoint, assuming that you're healthy, all other domains or facets of pelvic health, uh, you're from a mind, body, spirit standpoint. If you are less than like six months or around six months postpartum, give or take, then typically people respond well if they're healthy. Now, if it's second, third, or fourth C-section, you're two two years postpartum, it's typically a lot longer than that because we have a lot of layers to peel back. It also, you know, depends on where you were before you started having kids. Like, life doesn't just start when you get pregnant. All those injuries, all of those things that we've done to our body before we became pregnant, those don't go away. That's all there and waiting to be addressed the, when you recognize that you need to do something different. So that also plays a role. Alrighty, that was a very long answer, but it's uh, not an easy answer, I guess. Nothing in PT is black and white. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, please reach out. I'll leave my contact information 
in the show notes. And then if you're interested in working with me virtually or in person, I do offer a complimentary discovery session. It's about 20 to 30 minutes. We talk about what's going on. If we're, we, I, I, we determine if we're a good fit to work with one another. And then if not, I give you some recommendations on the best next steps from there. Um, I'm offering that in addition to, if you mention this episode, I will take $25 off of your initial consult, whether that's in person or virtual. And um, it, just as long as you mention this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time on Real Talk with the Pelvic Docs.